our dear listener, if you're listening to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, could you please take a minute and give us a five-star rating? This would really help us to move forward. Hello, lovely. I'm Maria. And my name is Rory. That's all. And we are the hosts of the IELTS Writing for Success podcast, where we show you how to write quality essays. In every episode, Rory and I will be writing IELTS essays on the spot. Yeah, I know, it's cool. We'd like to invite you to join our brainstorming, planning, writing processes as the essays come together. We will also be having a lot of <laughs> we'll also be having a lot of fun along the way. Yay, lots of fun. Episodes are built around IELTS writing task two topics. The first thing we'll do we'll brainstorm ideas and plan the structure of the essay. As we do that, we'll write things down. When the essay is ready, we'll read it out loud and the summary section will point out things to make it a good essay that you can use to improve your writing skills. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Roy, you sound a bit robotic. <laughs> Bring some Scottish joy to this writing podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun along oh, the way. Oh, yes. So, our topic today is, Vanya, could you read it out, please, for us? Some people think that children under 18 years old should receive full-time education. To what extent do you agree or disagree? So, this is the topic for us, and now let's paraphrase the task for us to understand the topic, and let's brainstorm some ideas. Do we agree or disagree? Is it not a good idea to mention that all of these kinds of essay, where we have to mention the extent of our agreement and disagreement, you know, it, a good reflection of this is that life is complicated, and some of these ideas are good and practical, but they are not practical in every situation. So maybe it's best to say, like, This is a good idea to the extent that it is practical. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some people think that children under 18 years. How can we paraphrase that? Mm -hmm. So what? Well, most people under 18 years of age are called minors, right? Hmm. So, well, hold on. It's here. It says some people think. So perhaps like... Certain people mm -hmm. or numerous people Or it is believed that... Yeah, maybe, I think it is believed that because mm -hmm. then we've got people and we need to... Passive voice would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, passive voice. It is believed that minors under the age of 18 would mm -hmm. benefit from full-time education. So we, we agree. Well, we, ag we agree, but not fully because we're not asked to fully agree or fully disagree. We're just asked to comment on to what extent do we agree or disagree. You can say like... Um, I agree 90%, but there's this 10% that's a problem. Okay, so why can we agree that children under 18 years old should receive full-time education? Why do we agree? Well, there's lots of reasons it's helpful. For example, the um, it could lower unemployment figures. Um, assuming the education is high quality, then it means that people are, or minors are better prepared to enter the workforce or university. Okay, so that's uh, one or two ideas. So low unemployment figures. Mm -hmm. And better preparation for work and study. Mm -hmm. That's two reasons. Maybe something like uh, reduce the level of juvenile delinquency. Yeah. Because like they're going to be busy full time. Mm -hmm. So if kids are busy full-time, they don't go and rob banks. <laughs> so, reduce the rates of juvenile delinquency, 
Dear listener, if it sounds uh, to you, juvenile delinquency, juvenile delinquency means teenage crimes. So bad behavior. People, yeah, bad behavior. Really bad behavior from teenagers who commit crimes. Okay, so we have three reasons why we agree. Why do we disagree? Well, why it's expensive. We and there are some countries where it might not be practical. Maybe your economy is failing and you need as many people in work as possible to revive mm-hmm. the economy, for example. Work, but under 18 years old. How is it connected to work? Well, I mean, if um, here it's like they should receive full-time education, so they're in full-time education instead of working. It might be it's a better idea for Children them. under 18 years old working. Lots okay. of countries have... Play- well, I mean, we could also say, like, um, it, education might not be relevant for some for the jobs that some children want to mm. do. So maybe they just need to get some training and uh, that's it, right? Yeah. So in some countries. Okay. All right. So we've got two reasons why we agree and two reasons... Oh, three reasons why we agree and two reasons why we disagree. Okay. So yeah, we have a balanced opinion. We agree with this, but we disagree with that. Mm. Yeah. It is believed that minors under the age of 18 would benefit from the provision of education on a full-time basis. I partially agree with this idea to the extent that it's practical. The benefits of such a policy are clear. Firstly, if minors obtained full-time education, this would lower unemployment figures and decrease competition for jobs for the period when they are at school. Secondly, in addition to combating the unemployment rate, there would be fewer opportunities for the children to be involved in juvenile delinquency since they will be engaged in studying full-time. Thirdly, assuming the education content is structured in such a way, the students could be better prepared for their working life and future career. For instance, to have a high-flying career, a doctor needs more than seven years of studying and having full-time education would decrease the time spent on education later in their life. Accompanying these benefits... There are some obvious issues to address in terms of practicality. Keeping students in full-time education until the age of 18 is likely to be expensive, which some developing countries will not be able to sustain. Moreover, continuing education past a certain age may not be relevant to the career prospects of some people. Take a sanitation worker, for example. In this case, only a minimal amount of education is required relative to a barrister or a plastic surgeon. In conclusion, I agree that the provision of full-time schooling for minors is worthwhile wherever it's relevant to the needs of the students and is economically viable for the country in question. Right, so Rory, what makes this essay an essay? The essay, I'd say. It's the essay. Well, it's like we spoke about before, there's that logical flow. It's got an introduction, the body that covers all the necessary parts and explains the answer we provided in the introduction and we have the conclusion which restates and answers the questions as well and Uh, takes into account what's come before. Our opinion is clear in the introduction. I partially agree with this idea and also in the conclusion Mm -hmm. like I agree that blah blah blah, right? We explain our ideas in the body, right? And we give examples. A beautiful example is for instance to have a flying career, a doctor, so an example of a doctor who does need loads of education, right? And then in the next paragraph, we have examples of a sanitation worker who doesn't need this much like education in full time. 
as if like uh, people are born and then they think, oh, I want a, a career of uh, sanitation worker. But we don't care because it's good for the IELTS essay. So we do not care if it's silly or awkward or whatever. It is politically correct. We don't write horrible things about other people. But it's it's the fact that some people will need less training than others for whatever yeah. they want to do. That's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's We okay. didn't say, like, if you want to be a sanitation worker, you're a horrendous person. <laughs> no, no, you see, we're politically neutral. Maybe we could have, like, lawyer and doctor are really run of the mill. We could have come up with, like, a barrister for a lawyer and for a oh, doctor, like, there we I don't go. know, a urologist. Barrister. Okay, okay. A and we barrister. can do that now because we still have barrister. time. Yes, you see? We had 40 minutes so, to write this thing. If you do have time, you can go back and tweak some things, right? But that's if you have time. So a doctor, we say, what, neurologist, neuroscientist, or plastic surgeon. Or a plastic surgeon. I'm putting plastic surgeon, that's it. Who does uh, plastic surgery. Booba job. You did say fun along the way. We're having fun along the way. So much fun. He's tired, dear listener, because he's just given birth. So just bear with him. Right, yeah. So topical vocabulary, we've improved um, the synonyms. Yeah, that's it. So we have uh, four paragraphs in this um, bad boy. Rory is not so happy with... Um, connecting phrases with uh, cohesive devices. We've got firstly, like, secondly, and thirdly. Yeah, it's so cliche. Fine, but no, this is again fine. Not. A higher level essay can include first, secondly, thirdly. And it's good for our um, you know, upper intermediate listeners and also for intermediate listeners because this is something that they can do. Come on, dear listener. Yeah, yes, again, like for 7, for 7.5. Again, even for an 8, it's fine. However, Comma. if we are, if people who are not intermediate or up intermediate are listening, what could we have said instead? Foremost, um, moreover, half of the world is gonna write foremost in the essays, <laughs> and then the examiners uh, would start reading essays with foremost, like millions of essays with foremost. Why? Rory has taught the world to use foremost in the IELTS essays, and then the examiners are gonna be like. I'm wondering where it's coming from. Everybody has started using foremost. Well, good. It's coming from Rory. <laughs> Come foremost. on. Foremost. Um, the other one is, I mean, if we talk about secondly, you could have moreover or in connection with the previously mentioned point. In addition to is good. What about thirdly? Don't say lastly. No, don't, don't do that. Thirdly. No. The third reason, the no. third benefit, the um, finally. No. Oh, it does not like anything. We're kind of we're jazzing it up now, dear listener. Okay, because we're not satisfied with thirdly, which is okay. We are um, we are bending over backwards. Well, the first two reasons were connected, so it's like um, foremost, and then moreover, and then not thirdly, but like. Unconnected to the previously mentioned benefits, but of equal relevance. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, good, good. So that's like half a sentence to say th instead of thirdly. Excellent. That means we've avoided that means we've avoided some cliches. Except the fact that we have in conclusion. Please don't say in conclusion. In sum, in summary, on balance. Mm-hmm. If you happen to forget all these phrases, just write in conclusion. It's okay. No, it's not okay. 
Thank you very, very super much. On the subject of conclusions. <laughs> yes. Let's wrap it up. Writing an essay is like giving birth, which we haven't done. Have you given birth? No, Rory. <laughs> Feels only, like it. <laughs> only Anna Schwarzenegger can give birth. Remember this uh, horrid film when Anna Schwarzenegger is given birth? It's horrendous. Wow. But Please stop. I think like only Anna Schwarzenegger, hello, is allowed to give birth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.